right, we welcome to the Cranker Comedy Podcast. I'll do a little jingle for you guys. Thanks, Rose. Cranker Comedy Podcast, welcome. What is this episode's current task? It's the Cranker Comedy Podcast. Will this episode hit the mark? Our guest this week is Fabian Clark. Hey! Hey! That's great. Fabian Clark. Hey, man. How you going, all right? Yeah. What's up? <laughs> Dude, I gotta say, you give me the best introductions, like ever. Like we did, I think you were in the hundredth variety show we ever did. You got yeah. like the whole room to stand up. Oh. You give me the and then crank a comedy. Like you make me feel like a king. Well, what's the idea? Like you did, you do give us the room, right? So I figure that we need to repay you in some way. But I kind of also don't want to show the you that it's me that's doing the repaying. Instead, I make the crowd do it. And I try to make them pretend that they didn't get told to do it, which is really <laughs> hard to do when you're clearly still in the room. Anyway, yeah. just thought I'd mention that. No, that's good. Um, we're also joined uh, this special week. Special comments. Special comments. Wendy Torbert. Hi, Wendy. Hey. We're back again. We're just going to check in with Christopher Warman. Hey. Chris, how are you? We, I'm, I'm going well. Thank you very much. Always taking the back seat. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always well, people I was actually, talking. I was listening to some of the older episodes and I think I'm ready. I'm ready to... Uh, put in some questions today, yeah. but I don't know if this is the time. Well, I had a question for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, take it or leave it. Hey. You have a, a, lustrous, a, lust, a, a luxurious head of hair. Okay. Again. Again, yeah. <laughs> but you got to change your name to Keith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I reckon I'd do that. You do that. Because I could age into that, you know. I don't mind Keith. You don't mind Keith. I was yeah. going to say, Wendy, how do you feel about this Keith ah, business? Keith is fine. If I was uh, in my early 20s, I'd probably say no. But I reckon I'm, I'm nearly Keith age. So. All right. And right. F- for those of you that can't see, Fabian has a significant um, <laughs> hair, hair factor going on, dreadlocks. Fabes, would you take it or leave it? Or just, just name your price. What, what would... What, cause how, firstly, how long have you had the dreads? It would have been years, right? Yeah, like uh, eight eight nine years i think would you shave it off and how much for like if you're raising like money for charity oh. like and there was a price like what actual what was the, what would be the limit oh you know what i'm not sure because it make me significantly cooler let's be honest i've even just shaved half my beard off for charity once right and that was enough like less hair to make me look yuck right no i need to leave them on i would go as far to say that if like a, I don't know, like some sort of terrorist stole my my dreadlocks, right? I'd I'd pay the ransom to get them back. Like I would, <laughs> I'd probably. You could make money out of stealing them from me. That's what I'd do. You love them that much. Yeah. You're attached to them. Yeah, I am. So would you do it for twenty grand? Yeah, probably twenty yeah. grand. Ten. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe like fifteen. Yeah. Are we getting you know there? Find me at the right time. Yeah. Eighty bucks. You know? <laughs> Do we have <laughs> I reckon we could raise that. Mike. I actually cut them recently a bit because they were down past my bum, almost to my knees. Whoa! I had to get them because they were going in the toilet. Like if I went to sit on the toilet fast, yes, two or three dreads in, you're like, oh, what's that scratching me? And no, it's your own hair, mate. You've just done a poo on your hair. Like you don't want that. But then you've got some toilet paper. <laughs> there you go. Is it use? Yeah, it's another use. 
Are you are you okay, Fabian? Like, I just I'm not sure hair's meant to fall out like that. No, it's not. Well, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, a lot of it's an elaborate comb over these days. Have you ever have you ever been bald? Like, do you know what shape your head is? Yeah, I have. I've found some old pictures. It's not good. It's very round. It's very round. Um, good. Chris's yeah. is quite round. No, it's not as like your head's got this sort of smooth sort of like. You should be bald. Mine looks like put something over it. That's what it looks like. <laughs> like hide it. Oh, is yeah. it like a light bulb sort of situation? Yeah. No, I'm. I know exactly what my plan is. Right, my outlook on like because you know the side bit of your hair seems when people go bald they don't really lose the side part. So the plan is to grow out the dreads from the sides, right? And when the top's completely bald, I'm just gonna wear a hat Molly Meldrum style, right? Just gonna find a nice cowboy hat style and just that'll be my look. I just thought I'd qualify for our Bulgarian listeners. Uh, uh, Molly Meldrum is an Australian uh, TV presenter, I guess. Mm. Yeah. I yeah. like I like how you said Chris was like made to be bald. Like so it's like Chris, you were born to be bald. Yeah, so like, I was born bald. So. Yeah, yeah. The hair is just a distraction. Yeah. Yeah. It was just a brief blip in time. Yeah. 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 What I like about that though is when you you're a dad and you've just got a baby. The baby does take a lot of the attention away, like from your from your partner. So shaving your head, making yourself more baby like, maybe occasionally yes. you can just do a sneaky switcheroo. Yes, right. <laughs> yes. Sneak in there, dress your baby up in a suit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when you, she's like, "Oh, he's geez, he's grown, hasn't he?" And then yeah, he hasn't because it's you now. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's it. To, oh, sorry. So I was going to say to all the to all the dads out there, if um, if you are looking for more attention from your partner after she's had a child, you you could just help. <laughs> <laughs> Might be a bit easier. <laughs> Mosh. Imagine how different the world would be if men's nipples lactated yeah. oh, like can wow. you imagine we'd be like we'd be going around squirting people with them we'd be like <laughs> yeah it's like it a, would, the, the whole thing would be like oh wow i was more thinking you were going for like um the workload could be <laughs> oh, shit <yeah. laughs> just want to squirt milk just in people's fun. face yeah i don't know where i'm going yeah with that. sorry about that no, i don't I think know. you can use that can you that's it'll <laughs> sort of tape it off I, I just thought it would maybe start talking a bit of comedy oh yeah that's yeah. probably a good idea um few observations about Fabian. I remember you saying to me that at one point in your career, because you've been doing comedy, what, 15-ish yeah. years? Yeah, I'd yeah. say. I remember yeah. you saying at one point like you took a little break, like about a six-month hiatus mm. or even for a year just yeah. to sort of appraise and then you came back, you know. And I remember you saying oh, at, at certain times you have to do that and it's interesting that now – We've all kind of had to do that. I like, and I've never had. This has been what four or so months since Fringe. Yeah. Um. And I got to say, I've quite enjoyed not doing stand up. Like, even though I really love it, and I think as performers, we miss the kind of uh, energy that we get back from the audience. It's still been kind of good not having that. I think it's good for you. And yeah. I, I think everyone, I think, should probably would do it at some point where you. I guess you get burnt out with what you've been doing and maybe you have your you don't have new ideas and you're just like, ah, oh, being creative doesn't just happen. You gotta be in the right frame of mind and sometimes you need a break to get there. Wendy, do you have any thoughts there? Well, I've just used the few months away to sort of I know there's always things that you're saying, if I do this thing, it'll help my stand up career. You know, yeah. if I learn to be better at uh, press releases or if I learn to be better at marketing, if I learn to edit. So I've been using the time to be more technical and learn about marketing and website design and 
that sort of stuff. So it's kind of been, it's been a break from comedy, but not a break from comedy. Yeah. Just done four months worth of admin. Yeah, see, that's, everyone needs that as well. I've been thinking about comedy based on the corona stuff. And it's kind of cool. My daughter, she's 16, started dating a, a guy at the very start of the corona experience, right? And they broke up about a week ago. So at no point has he physically touched her. He hasn't been <laughs> within 1.5 metres of it. It's been amazing. So right? dad's it's loving ideal it. For dads, well, yeah. never, like, You've already they, got bit now. Yeah. You already said. Like, that's what I, but I, that, I watched that. It was the funniest thing. He came over. And dead set, they sat in the backyard, they spaced it out and they chatted and they had a picnic and one would go near the picnic and then the other one would and they stayed the whole time. And if I thought, like occasionally I went out there, hey, hey, you guys just a little bit back further, like it's not me, it's the government. (laughs) The government say that you can't be any closer. So just, oh, yep, just ease back a bit. Excellent. Not watching you or anything, but I am. So just... (laughs) Um, I just want to make the observation as well, Fabian, with your comedy, like you've, you're sort of a, a storytelling uh, comedian with, but with lots of jokes. And your comedy, it's kind of like music because even though some of the routines I've heard a few times, they just I like I like hearing them again and again and again, like a good song. And the more you hear it, the better it is. And you also. I've noticed you experiment a lot within how you deliver them Change and over the lot, and yeah. over the years the bits have changed a little bit and and I just I really love that about you. I think you and Jerry are like that. Like I can hear your stuff like it doesn't matter. I can just listen to it all day, oh, thanks, basically. Man. Like it's just really good stuff, man. And then I, know, I think when you can hear a bit over and over again, and and it and it doesn't bother you, then you know it's good. Oh, you know, thanks, man. I, well, the thing is, I think it changes two ways. Like I think the the stories themselves change in my head. I just think of something else as I'm going along, and they slowly change over time, or I forget how it goes, and it changes over time. And what's the the funniest part about it is that. A lot of the stories, I don't even know how the truth of them anymore. Like, ah. so, like in my head, I know. See, a lot of those stories are mixtures of maybe three different times in my life, and I'll mix them together and create one story. And then what ends up happening is that when I tell somebody about a thing that happened to me, it's actually the comedy routine I'm telling them. I'm actually, yeah. I can't remember how the truth is, and I know I got that from my nana because my nana, dead set, I don't reckon she's told me a truthful thing in her life. But all of her stories are, like, interesting. And you just go, none of that happened. And you're like... Mm. She's merged the truth yeah. or, like, invented it. Because you've also got the bit about, I remember the um, the, the guy proposing in the front row. And that like, happened. Yeah, no, that happened. A lot of the stuff still se- seems to stem from real life. All of them And happened. the other one about the craft. You've got the bit about making, like, craft. Oh. And I think of you often when, like, I think about recycling a toilet roll. <laughs> like, I, I don't know why, but for you, oh, you're, you're just like, you're like, oh, you know, why would you want to think about recycling it? time like that and i'm like no that's when we should be thinking about recycling we should always be thinking about recycling so oh, all the stories are <laughs> yeah. based they're all sort of based on the truth and it just i don't know i've got a knack of weird things happening to me uh like the the guy proposing in the front row that's one of the all-time most bizarre things that's ever happened to that's me. classic so this the routine you're talking about I, I had to go and buy my partner some tampons at the shops and I, I describe what it's like for a bloke to go and do that the th- i'm telling the story and i always ask someone in the audience a bloke who clearly is in a, with a lady and i'm like have you ever got the products for your your lady 
And nine times out of ten, they either say yes, and they're you know you know they're like yes, and they not look a bit shy about it, or they say nah. But this bloke, I asked him, and he goes, I haven't yet, but I want to. He said that. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't make that up. He said that in the front row in a gig in Port Adelaide, right? But I want to. And then he dead set got. Did they get a laugh? Did when he said that? Yeah, he did. Right. But then he got down on one knee. And he proposed to this lady in the front row. She stood up, like started crying, and then ran away. And the whole crowd's attention just went and looked and just followed. And I'm still on stage performing. No <laughs> one gives a shit about my act anymore. They are very concerned about what's going to play out. And then there was a break after me, and then it was going to be like another act after that. They had to get them back up on stage and just to let the audience know what had happened. They, she said yes. Uh, what I want to know is how much longer on did you have to do after she what, a couple of minutes? Like- no, I had I had probably another five minutes to go. And how and did that go? Terrible. No one wanted me there. Like the crowd were looking at me like, please, can you leave and can you bring the couple back on? And that's not the only time. Like I very early in my career when I very first started, I was doing another gig in it was in Port Adelaide somewhere and it was on Australia Day, right? Uh, and the, the sudden I was on and then all of a sudden there was burnouts happening outside and the entire bar got up and went out the front of the pub, leaving me still <laughs> like about two minutes into a five-minute set and I'm chatting and I could see the faces of the barmaids and they are pretty much saying to me, could you just stop and go out and watch the – because we want to go out and watch the burnouts like – you're you're being heckled by burnouts, all right? And you know what? I wanted to see the burnouts. So you did? Nah, I just I just wore, I just put the microphone in the stand, walked off stage, and just got in my car and drove off. I'm like, I don't. And did a burnout? Yeah, yeah. There's been some strange experiences, and they you know they turn into good stories. I, I may have said this before on one of these, but we were doing a variety show one time um, at the Gov, and uh, Mark Ryan was on stage, and uh, the Gov is right near the soccer stadium. Yeah. And all these um, soccer supporters came in and halfway through his set, they just started doing a soccer chant and it was like really loud. And Mark in his professionalism just paused for about 30 (laughs) seconds to 45 seconds while they did this chant. I think it was Melbourne Victory. And then that finished and then he just went straight into the next joke and it was just beautiful. Like I've never, ever seen anything like it before. But like, yeah, sometimes you've just, I think if you're on stage and something like that happens, you just need to pause and just let it happen and then just go back. Did you have any funny kind of stand-up stories, (laughs) Wendy? Yeah, like gigs that went weird or whatever? Back when I didn't really know what I was doing, you remember that gig I did in Aces Bar? So I did a musical comedy all-star show in uh, the middle of the Centrum Markets in Brilliant. this weird little bar in there. I, I was, I did that yeah, gig, yeah. You, I, yeah, you did that. I think yeah, you I was, hosted. I was hosting, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Somehow- Can I just say what I remember about this gig? So there was the stage was in the middle. We did it kind of 360 and the audience was ro- a row of chairs kind of in a square around the the um, performance space. There was no stage. We were just on the ground but like the, the it was just one row. It was like a box, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And like the tech stuff uh, that I'd bought on eBay broke halfway through. <laughs> and the stage, like there was a curtain, but behind the curtain was the entrance entrance to the pokey room. Brilliant. And somehow, I don't know, I, 
I'd only been doing comedy for a couple of years and I'd managed to convince Chris Franklin to come do a spot in it. And I'm just sort Brilliant. of like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, I don't know. That was well, a good gig, don't I mean, you think? it ended up being good, yeah. but it was all over the place. I, I kind of remember that gig fondly. <laughs> Whenever I walk past that bar, I'm like, ah, oh, we did a gig in there. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, we normally ask our guests if they have a favourite board game card game video game or what do you do what do you do to pass the time like oh, that oh man well we i don't mind nba jam it's my oh yeah that was my he's favorite. heating up yeah that was my as a kid that i played that non-stop love it constantly right it was oh that was just what i wanted to do he's on fire it just made me realize that i was never going to be that good at basketball that was the main thing that that like, there's no way I'm jumping up and dunking it and then fire coming off of that. That's not how the, <laughs> the ring isn't shattering. That was probably my favorite. Like, I, I love a bit of that action. Um, the yeah, other, yeah, yeah. the weird thing that I occasionally play with my son that, like, most people would be bored out of their minds. I love playing that board, that test match, the cricket game, where it's like, <laughs> the, is it the, the board game top, version of it yeah, with the, the little ball game. bearing? Yes, like, yeah, that's yeah, the one. Yeah, I've got it. Yeah, I love playing a bit of that. Act. Like, we, you can, I play that for hours. Really? Like, yeah. It's not, it's not a video game. Nah, <laughs> the ball rolls like along. You got to have a really flat surface, you though. Do. Otherwise, you, you gotta, can't play that game. You got to iron it, and then the latest yeah, version of it, right? There's a, there's a new because wow. I bought my son a new version of it because okay. there's a new. The ball bounces now. Really? What? Next level. So the ball isn't a ball bearing. Science. It's like a little, it's like a, it looks metally, but it's like the same color as a cricket ball now. It's like a little red ball and it bounces up and. You can still hit it. You can still hit it, but like. Can it's, you hit sixes now? You can. You wow. can. Yeah. It's different, man. It's different technology, but I, I'll play that for hours to the point where my 10 year old son will be like, I don't want to play this anymore, dad. And I'm like, we're still playing. This is only day three. Yeah. <laughs> Just second inning. You're yeah. Yeah. Well, you've got to do something with all that homeschooling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a mess. You that's can a have recess. Up. Yeah. No, I well, love that's that cool. Yeah. Test match. Wow. I love that game. Um, and we're just in the home stretch here, ladies and gentlemen. But um, final thoughts, final thoughts, Fabian Clark, anything? Oh, I can't wait to get back to the cranker and, uh, you know, do the comedy there. It's going to be great. Uh, do you want to push any of your stuff? Like you've got a you got a comedy page. You've got a comedy page. Like go to my, go to the, you know what, go to my Facebook page at uh, Fabian Comedy is probably the best one. Started off the, the isolation period, putting a few videos up, trying to really do stuff. I reckon it's been two months now since I've even looked at it. So, like, I you think know. we all had a go at that. I reckon. <laughs> uh, inspire me. Uh, like my stuff and inspire me. I want. I want to do more. All right, we'll just do a wrap up. So you can get us on Facebook. Yeah, you can. Um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Casts, Google Podcasts, anywhere you want. Really, give us a listen. Um, there's a bunch of other episodes as well, so feel free to go back and listen. Um, you can also leave a donation to support us. There's a PayPal link below. Yes, there is. Oh, <laughs> paypal.me forward slash comp. There's a PayPal link below. Paypal.me forward slash crank comedy. How much can people donate, Ross? Any amount they want. So it's just like the live show. So people can like leave 75 cents if they want 75 or like $7.55. Just don't accidentally type in all the money you've got. Yeah, just, you know, even if it's two bucks, ten bucks, just anything, just so we know the account works, okay? <laughs> just do something. We just need someone to check it. <laughs> just do it so it'll make me happy. Even if it's only five bucks, I'll be like, okay, we made five bucks. We well, definitely need five to check if it's working. Yeah. <laughs> 
But um, cool. All right. Well, it's been a good one, guys. Uh, I really enjoyed the yeah, chat. Thanks, like, thanks, for, thanks for having thanks me. For guys. Guys. Oh, most yeah. welcome, man. Oh, 